Come round by my side And I'll sing you a song I'll sing it so softly It'll do no one wrong On Birmingham Sunday The blood ran like wine And the choir kept singing Of freedom Good evening. My name is David Roy, and today I'll be discussing the song Birmingham Sunday by Joanne Bies and its connection to the civil rights movement in the 1900s and the Black Lives Matter movement we see today. Just some background information about my artist, song, and topics that will be beneficial is that Birmingham Sunday was a song commemorating the horrific 16th Street Baptist Church bombing in Birmingham, Alabama, where four innocent teenage girls were killed and many more injured. Joanne Bies was a prominent activist during the civil rights movement which was a movement that pushed for uh, equality and integration of African Americans and other minorities into the American society. Baez was a very um, heavy advocate during this time for equality and especially peace. And we see this through her arrest and protesting the inclusion of African American and white males into the Vietnam War and the drafting for that. We see this more clearly um, in her short interview clip provided by CBC TV. helping people not to be hit on a world scale by running a school of nonviolence. What are you trying to do there? The reason I started the school was that I was a sort of a typical do-gooder, and maybe I still am, because I'm not very effective, but, but you have all sorts of good thoughts and good feelings, and you want to put them into effect, and it's all very nice, but if you don't know anything or don't know, you know, have any new ideas, then you're useless. And so the school was to try to study, so we have, for one thing, have a real idea of what's going on in the world, because certainly in the United States you can't find out from reading the newspapers, and you can't find out from the public schools or the universities, you have to go somewhere else. So we try to make available thing, literature and things that give you an idea of what's really going on, and then read books, Gandhi, Huxley, and things that give us ideas, alternatives. As we can see in that clip, the school she worked for really had a strong foundation of nonviolence. She was pushing for a change by using words and actions of figures such as Martin Luther King Jr. and Gandhi. Shifting back to her original song, Birmingham Sunday, the line that stuck out most clearly to me was, quote, and the choirs kept singing of freedom. I don't know about the rest of you, but this quote put a lot of things into perspective for me and really opened my eyes to see that emotion and perseverance inside of African-American activists during the civil rights movement, and unfortunately today we still have to see those activists in the Black Lives Matter movement as we see in the racial injustice around the world. Um, once after listening to this line, I related to a quote that I once found from former President Barack Obama from EverydayPower.com, which says, Change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change we seek. Moving forward from this quote into the Black Lives Matter movement we see today, I think we need to recognize that unless we do something about this injustice, nothing is going to change. We need to be the generation that finally puts their foot down and says enough is enough. Until we collectively, as a whole nation, make that stand, events like this will continue to occur. I know one quote, and especially a song, may not seem like much, but they can be very influential. A second interview with Marlene Kelly in 2009 on Oprah.com 
Joanne Baez says, I think music has the power to transform people, and in doing so, it has the power to transform situations, some large and some small. Music may not seem that influential, but is a part of our everyday lives. And the words and tone can change um, an individual's perspective on a certain task or situation, as she says, either big or small. It can be as big as an entire movement, such as the Civil Rights Movement or the Black Lives Matter Movement, but it can also apply toward your own individual lives. Now, unfortunately, during the 1900s and today, there will always be some individuals or some groups who do not agree with what you're trying to put forward and what you're trying to express. As we can see in this short interview clip I'm about to share with you of a white southerner who was not fond of the integration of African Americans into American society. The Civil War was fought here and it came to an end here. Not far from my house at Sailor's Creek, the Confederate Army fought its last battle. A few days later, at a small frame house in Appomattox, General Lee surrendered and the Civil War was over. Except that in a way it wasn't, for the attitudes that bred the war more or less lingered on. see in that video, that man, along with many of his white southern neighbors, were in full support of the Confederacy and what it stood for. He would much rather have these separations between races than to have integration. This is the problem that was addressed during the Civil Rights Movement and why it took so many long fights and protests to achieve what they did. Although the Black Lives Matter movement does not apply to the same conditions and feelings as the Civil Rights Movement, we still see disagreements between each side, which is seen in the two-minute debate from abcnews.com. Because I want to, just like whoever put them up wanted to. Yeah, I put them up. That's why I'm wondering oh, why you're taking well, them down. Well, I'm going to collect them all and take them all down. Why is that? Because I think it's obnoxious for you to preach to me and to everybody else. When we had a president for eight years who was black, what the hell is the matter with you? Are you sick that, in the brain? No. I am not sure if you're aware of all the black men that are dying in this country right now. Right. At the hands of and police brutality. And there are many brutality. black men that are killing black men. That's the majority of the no, black men that get killed. No, that's not the majority, actually. Oh, no. And if it wasn't an issue, it's then it white, wouldn't be a lot of white men protests black and men? writing. It's police killing men you don't even know what the hell you're talking about i do if you think that i wasn't upset to watch george get killed in front of us you're wrong that was about as obnoxious as i've heard but black lives matter going around preaching what a bunch of i would appreciate watch your language in front of my children and i'm not sure why you're opposed to Black Lives Mattering, if you yourself are... recording this, but that's fine. Yeah. Because I have no, no embarrassment over what I'm doing. Okay, what, you should. What you should be is embarrassed because you're holding up signs and you're, you know, you're marching down like you're a really, really, really sorrowful and precious person. No, it's not about being sorrowful or precious. It's about being angry that 
in this country still today, unarmed black people are killed every day at the hands of police. You're full of shit. How do you know this? Because I read the news and I read right. statistics. I read the news too. Yeah, and the police are just bad guys. Why don't we defund them, take all their money away, and then have no cops? And, yeah. there's, and then see how you live. I imagine if you have anything or anyone that you love, you're going to be in deep and be praying for the police to come back. What a dumb chick you are. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Do you want to tell us your name for the camera? Thank you. I really appreciate the profanity in front of my children. Hope you have a wonderful day. I really. What is really interesting from this conversation is the fact that swearing is a constant theme from this man. The reason I believe our country is making little progress is the fact that we are so divided that all we do is pick one side and produce so much hate towards the opposite side. We as a society need to find that peace that Joanne Baez was trying to portray to us and think about how better our world would be if we chose love instead of hate. My challenge to all of you as you go about your day after listening to this podcast is to be grateful for the life you were given and to cherish it with the ones around you. Because the sooner we can agree to love people not based on politics, race, age, gender, and so on, we will start to change the horrific acts of injustice that we see today. Once again, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to my podcast, Voices for Change. This is episode one, and hopefully further episodes to come after this. And I really have hope that you have been informed in some way, shape, or form on the new and new ideas or ways to go about your everyday life. Thank you once again for listening, and I hope you have a great day. The Sunday has come. The Sunday has gone, and I can't do. And the choir keeps singing of freedom.